Hello and welcome to Connect Points podcast and sermon archives. If you'd like to learn more about our church, please go online to our website at connectpointupc.com or follow us on our Facebook page. Thank you very much and I hope you enjoy this week's message. God bless. You're engaging uh, with prayers and uh, please be sharing that uh, one with another, texting each other. Amen. During this time, reaching out and connecting one with another is a very, very helpful thing. Amen. Just to hear a voice. Uh, maybe you can FaceTime with some people in the church for a little bit uh, and just uh, try to think of people that uh, might uh, not be as connected. And let's try to reach out to them and do our very, very best. I mentioned this morning about our disciple making and how necessary it is now that we be thinking along those lines and considering what we can do every day, purposing every day to try to reach in uh, and help somebody get closer to Jesus. And so I'm glad that you came here tonight and we're going to get to the word of the Lord. I would invite you to turn with me to the 33rd Psalm. And we're going to read uh, a few verses of Scripture from Psalm 33, and beginning with uh, uh, verse 4 through verse 12. And while you are turning there, uh, let me just say uh, that uh, we are glad that you are a part of our um, uh, church-closed group, uh, and we've had a lot of interest of people uh, wanting to be a part of this group. And so we're trying to uh, figure out how that all works. One thing I will say, uh, because we've had multiple uh, people ask, uh, if you are a part of a United Pentecostal Church and I am not your pastor, uh, we're glad that you're here. Uh, But please, uh, if you have questions about something that I preach or teach, um, please go to your pastor and talk to them about that. In fact, it might be it would be a good idea to just uh, invite your pastor uh, to, to let him know that you are watching these to give him permission uh, to say whether he thinks that's a good idea or not. Uh, and so, I would encourage you to just kind of work with your local UPCI pastor and let him know that you're involved. And if I say anything, anything at all that contradicts what your UPCI pastor would preach or teach. Uh, then please uh, forgive me, and uh, you just listen to your shepherd, and everything will work out just fine. Amen. Psalm, the 33rd Psalm, and we'll read verses 4 through 12. I invite you to join there in your Bibles, and uh, let's read. For the word of the Lord is right, and all his works are done in truth. He loveth righteousness and judgment. The earth is full of the goodness of the Lord. By the word of the Lord were the heavens made, and all the host of them by the breath of his mouth. He gathereth the waters of the sea together as a heap. He layeth up the depth in storehouses. Let all the earth fear the Lord. Let all the inhabitants of the world stand in awe of him. For he spake, and it was done. He commanded, and it stood fast. The Lord bringeth the counsel of the heathen to naught. He maketh the devices of the people of none effect. The counsel of the Lord standeth forever. The thoughts of his heart to all generations. 
Blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord and the people whom he had chosen for his own inheritance. Amen. Blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord. I want to talk to us a little bit tonight on the subject, this subject, a declaration of dependence. A declaration of dependence. You know, uh, July 4th, uh, 1776, 56 brave men signed a document known as the Declaration of Independence. Thirteen American colonies declared themselves to be independent states, removing themselves from the rule of the British Empire with their words. They, they did so, I, I might acknowledge, they, they did so while they were still at war with Great Britain. And the, the battle was not even over yet, but, but their goal was clearly stated, hallelujah, that, that they would be free, that they would be independent, that they would not live under oppression. It, it might be time for someone that's listening to me tonight to, to declare some things in your own life and, and into your own heart. Maybe you need to declare that you are going to serve uh, the Lord. Maybe you need to declare that you will be a witness uh, in our dark world. Maybe somebody needs to declare that you will live victoriously over sin. I will. You have to make a declaration. You say, well, well pastor, the, the, the battle's still raging on and, I'm, and I still got some difficulties and I'm, I'm still facing some trials and there's still some temptations coming into my life. I, I understand um, the, the life situation. I understand uh, the battle that rages. But even while the battle is raging, somebody may need to declare, I am going to live victoriously in my life. Uh, maybe somebody needs to declare uh, that they have victory over fear and victory over discouragement and that they are going to come through and they are going to be victorious because hallelujah they know who Jesus is and because they know that the Lord is on their side and because they believe and have confidence and faith that the word of God is absolutely true somebody needs to make the devil hear your declarations you need to lift up your voice loud and strong and in faith and you need to let hell hear you and let the devil hear your declarations that I am going to live victorious and I am going to live in faith and I am going to be a witness for Jesus Christ oh hallelujah somebody said praise the Lord amen you need to you need to declare some things and in this this document of declaration we find what many have called the, the best-known sentence in the English language, uh, the most potent and consequential words in American history. Uh, it is these words. Um, we, are, we hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their Creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these rights uh, that come from the Creator are life, uh, and liberty, and the pursuit of, of happiness. Now, at the first constitutional convention, as they were trying to work all this out, they were trying to come with the meeting of a mind, so to speak, and trying to find some common ground. They got very frustrated. The delegates were 
frustrated due to the burdens of the hour. And they were burdened and harassed by a tremendous crisis. And they were, they were so fragmented that they were just about to throw out the whole concept of a, of a constitution completely. They just they didn't seem like it was going to work. It didn't seem like anybody was ever going to get on the same page. And, and when it seemed like it was time to throw in the towel and everybody was just arguing and at each other's throats, uh, amen, an older man by the name of Benjamin Franklin rose to his feet and he said that day, gentlemen, if it is true that not one single petal from any flower falls to the ground without escaping God's attention. He said, if that's true, that God sees the petal fall from the flower to the ground. He says, if that's true, Will the distress of this nation go unheeded? Let us therefore determine to seek his face. And with that statement, amen, from Benjamin Franklin, they promptly got down on their knees and they began to pray and they began to cry out to their God and they began to cry out to their creator for help, for assistance, for guidance, because they had learned one thing for sure, that they were not going to come up with it on their own and they were struggling. But when they arose from that prayer, there was a slogan that was born, e Unum, which was one out of many. Out of 13 separate colonies came one nation. The idea that we're not separated, but we're connected. The idea that we're not alone, but that we're together. It was a motto of sorts. It's still part of the seal of the United States of America. They understood that it was one nation under God. They understood and later made it the official motto of America in God we trust oh hallelujah and I'm thankful for that today I'm overcome with gratitude for that today I know we may lose ties with it but the reality of it is uh, that there is still a nation that we exist in that started out that way there is still a nation that we live in uh, that was born out of prayer and I believe that that is still the answer for our world today and that is still the answer for our nation today that we have to come together and we have to decide we're not going to figure all this out on our own hallelujah we're not going to figure it all out on our own with our own minds and our own understanding and our own limited knowledge but we can figure it out on our knees in prayer oh clap your hands onto the lord somebody if you believe that right now oh hallelujah we can figure it out in prayer we can go forth in god's help that is why it was such a powerful thing when our president called our nation to prayer recently, when the president of this nation called upon us and declared a day of prayer. Now every year there is a national day of prayer. Every year there are, there are banquets and every year there are speeches and, and every year there are things that are done all around the nation, amen, on the national day of prayer. But this was not that. This was the president of the United States um, in time of crises, um, amen, calling on the people of this nation to pray. The most powerful country on the face of the earth declared we need God's help. Oh, hallelujah. 
Oh, hallelujah. And there may be some that see that as a sign of weakness. And there may be some that think that that's foolishness and that we don't need to spend time praying. We need to spend more time in the lab. We need to spend more time studying the science. We need to spend more time doing the test. And I'm here to say, amen, you go ahead and do those things. We're glad that people are doing those things. But if we really want to get the answers in this life, amen, that are going to work, we got to get them from Jesus. We got to get them from prayer. We got to get them from the one who knows everything. Oh, hallelujah. We need God's help. We need God's help in so many ways. We need his help in so many ways. Amen. Just because we're in this uh, current uh, uh, deal, uh, this uh, coronavirus thing uh, is happening now. But I could have preached this same message a week ago. I could have preached this same message a month ago. I could have preached this same message, uh, amen, a year ago. Because there are so many things constantly that prove to us over and over again that we need God's help. And we can't forget it. We can't forget it. And the reason why I'm preaching to a church tonight on a Sunday night that we can't forget that we need God's help uh, is because we're supposed to be the light of the world. It's because we're supposed to be the salt of the earth. Uh, hallelujah. If we forget it, uh, there is no hope. Uh, if we forget it, uh, this world has no chance. Uh, if we forget it, uh, there's nothing that can come uh, and make up for that. But if the church of the living God uh, will remember that prayer still works, uh, if the church of the living God will remember that God is still the answer. If we will remember that God has come through in the past, uh, he can come through in the present, uh, and he's going to come through in the future. If we'll put our trust in God, uh, if we'll put our dependence on God, uh, everything's going to work out. Amen. Just fine. But the church cannot forget. The church cannot forget. If I said we can't forget, we can't forget. We need God's help in so many ways. It is quite interesting to me the times that we live in. There have been a lot of very unique things that have happened. Obviously, you've read about the multiple earthquakes that have happened in just the last week or so, and that's been on the news. And the one, in, I believe, in Utah was, was very interesting. It was hard not to read a whole lot into that. The Mormon temple with their angel declared the trumpet to its lips, declaring their version, their belief system, and the earth shook and the trumpet fell out of the angel's hands. And it's hard not to see things like that and, and wonder, what is God trying to say? What, is, what does that mean? What is, what is happening? It's interesting to me that since the, the beginning of the Jewish calendar, New Year, which would have been September 18th, since the beginning of that Jewish calendar, New Year, we have, we have seen a drought in Australia, a massive drought that led to some very destructive fires. We have seen plagues of locusts in Africa and in the Middle East, and we have seen a worldwide pandemic. These are a few things that we have seen just in the last few months. And there is, there is much to be found in the Bible. There is much to be found in Scripture that, that is connected to these types of events. Types of events. And, 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 but, but one thing that, that I just want to point out one. 
This is not the only time that you, you see drought or famine or, or pestilence or disease or locust plagues. It's not the only time, but, but it's an interesting thing that Solomon finishes the house of the Lord. He completes the temple in 2 Chronicles 7. And the Bible says that God fills the house. It's, it's a powerful moment. It's a powerful declaration of God's presence. Fire literally falls from heaven and, 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 and they dedicate the house with sacrifice unto the Lord. And, and, and it's, a, it's, a, it's a beautiful scene and it's, there's the purity of God and the holiness of God and the people trying to be close to it and the impact that it's making on them. And it's a beautiful thing. And, and in 2 Chronicles 7, 11 through 12, it says, And thus Solomon finished the house of the Lord. In the king's house, and, and all that came into Solomon's heart to make in the house of the Lord and in his own house, he, he prosperous effectively. And the Lord appeared to Solomon by night and said unto him, The Lord said to Solomon, I have heard thy prayer and have chosen this place to myself for a house of sacrifice. He says, Solomon, I've heard your prayer. You prayed, you cried out to me. You wanted me to, to, to put, put my, my presence here and you wanted my holiness here and, and, and that mattered to you and because it mattered to you and because your heart was right and because you sought after me and because you called after me and because you prayed after me, I, I have heard your prayer and I have responded. I have responded to this place. But then we notice the next words, of the Lord to his people. Verse 13, the very next verse. If I shut up heaven, that there be no rain, or if I command the locusts to devour the land, or if I send pestilence among my people. The Lord mentions three things here in 2 Chronicles 7. Three things. No rain, drought, locusts, disease, pestilence. Three things that were seen in the Bible days. Three things that have been seen since the Bible days. And three things that have now taken place in just the last few months in our time. And God declares of these things. He says, if I, and I need you to see it, if I do these things, if, if I do these things. I, I, I need to remind us tonight that, that, that nothing happens without God's blessing or God's approval. Oh, hallelujah. I know that may sound difficult. I, I know that's hard to hear because, because we know people that are in pain and because we know believers that have had difficulties and challenges and we know believers that have even died. And, and so I understand that that's difficult to hear, but we need to understand the reality of such a thing that nothing happens without God's uh, uh, blessing or God's approval. A Red Sea parted because God told it to part so that he could spare amen, and the Israelite people could survive but Job went through a lot of pain and he went through a lot of turmoil and heartache before his life turned around neither of these events happened outside of God's authority you got to grab a hold of that reality church that nothing that happens is outside of God's authority we believe in one all powerful God one omnipotent God one 
one omniscient, all-knowing, all-wise God. But if you believe in a God of all power and of all might, then you need to understand that that, can, that means that nothing can happen. Nothing can happen outside of his authority and outside of his power. Amen. And so we see this in the scripture and we see these things happening and God declares, if I do these things, if I do these things, if I send, if the drought comes, if the locusts come, if the pestilence comes, if I do these things, he says, but you have a response. Hallelujah. Verse 14, if I do those things, that's going to happen. But if my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven. Hallelujah. And I will forgive their sin and I will heal their land. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. The Lord says, if I do these things, I've got my reasons. If I do these things, I've got my purpose. If I do these things, I know what I'm doing. Don't question me as God. Don't question my authority. Don't question my ability to be always in control. But if I do these things, then you need to do these other things. If I do this, then you need to cry out to me. You need to humble yourself you need to pray you need to seek me and you need to turn from your wicked ways oh hallelujah oh hallelujah you say well pastor is this the end of the world or is this just it's just a wake up call well it very well could be both it could be both but we do have a promise that God's going to take care of us. And we also have a precedent in Scripture that when these things come upon the land, that God can heal our land. So this could be a renewing. This could be a refreshing this could be a wake-up call for our society. This could be something that God is doing to try to get us uh, out of our comfort zones uh, and get us out of our patterns uh, and get us out of these, uh, these things uh, that are unhelpful to us and um, play to the flesh. Um, hey, hallelujah. Day goes by after day. Um, week goes by after week. Uh, and yet, uh, are we crying out to God? Are we reaching after the lost? Uh, are we helping people find Jesus? Uh, and so it can happen. Amen. That God uh, would trouble it a little bit. That God would stir it up a little bit. That God would do it. You say, well, that, hey, that sounds like that would be okay. I believe it. I think it could be okay. I also believe it could be the coming of the end of the world. I do believe we're living in the last days. And so I believe that we need to respond, though, the way heaven told us to respond. Even if it is the last days. Even if the, the, it's almost over. That does not mean that we throw in the towel. It doesn't mean we give up. It doesn't mean we lock ourselves away, away somewhere and we quit trying to reach this world. No, it means we got to cry out to God. We got to pray. We got to repent of our sins. We got to turn from our wicked ways. Oh, hallelujah. We got to seek the Lord. And he said he can heal our land. He can heal our land. He can heal our land. 
He can heal our land. I wish somebody would believe that right now. That he can heal our land. That God can come through. That God can do something unprecedented. That God can do something powerful. That God could do something that is beyond our ability to comprehend or even understand. And just understand right now that we need to trust in him. That we need to declare our dependence on Jesus. We need to declare our dependence. Now, I know that you and I cannot pray someone else's prayers. I know that we cannot pray someone else's repentance, and we can't cause someone else to turn from their wicked ways. And I understand that. God understands that. But we should be praying these prayers for ourselves. We should be praying these prayers for our nation. We should be repenting for ourselves and repenting for our nation. We should be turning from wickedness and we should be praying that our nation would turn from wickedness. We should be asking God to heal our land. We need the Lord. We need the Lord and he has already declared in verse 15 of 2 Chronicles 7, now mine eyes shall be open and my ears attend unto the prayer that is made in this place. Oh, hallelujah. Under the prayer that is made in this place, God's eyes are open. God's ears are listening to the prayers that are made in this place. Where I am, where you are, wherever we are, the prayers that are made, God is paying attention to them because that's what God responds to. Oh, hallelujah, that's what God responds to. He responds to prayer. He doesn't respond to stock markets crashing. He doesn't respond to elections. He doesn't respond to breakthroughs in science. He doesn't respond amen, to, 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 to things being passed around. And if you do this 30 times on Facebook, God's going to answer your prayer. He doesn't respond to those types of things. He responds to prayer. He responds to a people that are of repentive spirit. He responds to people that are humble. He responds to a people that are seek his face. He responds to a people who will turn from their wicked ways. He responds. He says, my eyes are open. My ears are listening to the prayers that you are making. Prayers that you are praying. So today, I would say it like this. Uh, we, we don't need to make a declaration of, of independence. Uh, we need to make a declaration of dependence. Hallelujah. We need a declaration of dependence on God. We need to declare, I am depending on God. I'm not trusting in anything else. I'm depending on God. I put my life in God's hands. I put my home in God's hands. I put my family in God's hands. I'm depending on the Lord. Blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord. 
And I, I thank God for our, our, our freedoms as much as the next person. And, and I cherish those freedoms. And, and I'm thankful for those and, and the freedom to worship and the freedom of religion and the, the freedom of speech and, and on and on and on. And the, these types of freedoms are powerful things in, in our country. And we're very thankful for them. Uh, and, and, and because I, I was able at some point in my life, I, amen, just like many of you, uh, I was able to encounter Jesus Christ. Um, I was able to find that there's more freedoms, hallelujah, that are just what's written down in our declarations. But we can also find the freedom from the bonds of sin. And we can find the freedom from the condemnation of the devil. And we can find the freedom from the guilt and the shame of our past mistakes. Freedom from hopelessness. Freedom for living this life for this life only. Hallelujah. Freedom from darkness. Freedom from despair. Freedom from fear and anxiety. Amen. There's freedom, hallelujah, that we can enjoy because of Jesus Christ, because God Almighty purchased and he paid the price that we might be free. Hallelujah. He paid the price and we can't forget it. We can't forget our dependence on Calvary, our dependence on the blood that was shed for us. Our great dependence on the cross. None of the promises of God and the power of God can be found outside of God. Turn to your neighbor and say, None of them. None of them. None of the promises. None of the power. None of it can be found outside of God. None of it. I cannot live this blessed life of peace and confidence outside of him. I, I will fail in my own strength. I will fail in my own wisdom. Oh, hallelujah. I'm dependent. I'm declaring that I'm dependent. I'm declaring that I need Jesus. I'm declaring that I can't do it. Oh, hallelujah. I can't lead my family. I can't make it. I can't lead this church. I can't do it. Not without the Lord. Oh, hallelujah. Not without the wisdom. Not without the word. Not without the power of the Spirit. Not without the anointing of the Holy Ghost. Not without it. I got to have it in my life. I got to know every single day that this is not about me. And I'm not relying on man. But I'm trusting in the Lord with all my heart. I'm not leaning into any understanding outside of that. I'm dependent. I'm declaring my dependence on the Lord. I'm declaring my dependence on the Lord. I'm my deliverer, my healer, my savior, my keeper, my provider, my protector, my all in all. Blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord. All men are created equal. We just, we just have to remember who the creator is. We've been given some absolute rights. We just have to remember who gave us those rights. We just have to remember where they came from. We've been given life. We've been given liberty. We've been given the ability to have happiness and pursue after happiness in our life. Oh, hallelujah. But we need to remember some things. 
We need to remember, for instance, where life comes from, John 1, 1 through 4. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by Him, and without Him was not anything made that was made. In Him was life, and the life was the light of men. Oh, hallelujah. We didn't make any light. We didn't illuminate anything. We didn't, we didn't, we didn't illuminate any new, any new advancements. We didn't illuminate any new breakthroughs. We didn't illuminate any new, amen, uh, uh, saving technology. No, amen, that illumination came from the light. Uh, in him is the light, uh, amen, and the light uh, is the life. The life. And the life was the light of men. Life dependent on him declaring my dependence on him to have that kind of life. I'm declaring my dependence on him to have liberty. Galatians 5 and 13. For brethren, ye have been called unto liberty. Only use not liberty for an occasion to the flesh, but by love serve one another. You've been called unto liberty. Amen. You've been offered liberty, given liberty. He paid for liberty where the spirit of the Lord is. There is liberty. But the Bible says don't use liberty as an occasion to a appease the flesh. Don't use the liberty that God paid for as an occasion to now try to do everything in our humanity and do everything with our own mind. He said, no, but use it as a way to serve one another, as a way to love and serve one another. First Peter 2.16, as free and not using your liberty for a cloak of, of maliciousness, but as the servants of God, you've been made free. I've been made free. Hallelujah. Not just because we live in America, but because Jesus Christ hung on a cross. Hallelujah. Because God Almighty robed himself in flesh and dwelt among us, and he died. Hallelujah. For my sin and yours. And so we've been made free, and we have liberty. Amen. Amen, because of that, but it's not a liberty that we can now use in a malicious way against others, but it is a liberty that calls us to service. A liberty that calls us to service. And I'm almost done. In pursuit of happiness. John 13, 16 through 17. Verily, verily, I say unto you, the servant is not greater than his Lord, neither he that is servant greater than he that sent him. If you know these things, happy are ye if you do them. If you understand that you're not greater than your master. If we remember we're dependent, not in a shamed way, not in a guilt way. Not in an abusive way or in a manipulated way. Oh, hallelujah. But he is my Lord and Savior. He is my master. And I am his servant. And I am not greater than him. I am not greater than him. And if I understand that I am not greater, oh, hallelujah, then I'm happy. I'm happy. 1 Peter 4, 13 and 14. But rejoice, rejoice inasmuch as ye are partakers of Christ's sufferings. Listen very closely to this verse. Rejoice 
Inasmuch as you are partakers of Christ's sufferings, that when his glory shall be revealed, uh, you may be glad also with exceeding joy. Uh, if ye be reproached uh, for the name of Christ, uh, happy, happy, oh hallelujah. If you be reproached for the name of Christ, uh, happy are ye uh, for the spirit uh, of glory and of God resteth upon you. Uh, on their part he is evil spoken of, uh, but on your part uh, he is glorified even if oppression comes even if abuse comes at the church of the living God even if oppression and abuse comes at the believers of Jesus Christ he said you need to rejoice because you're a partaker of Calvary you're a partaker of his sufferings that when his glory shall be it's going to be revealed the glory of God is going to be revealed it will be reveal. I know sometimes uh, you sit back and we say, I wish God would just show himself. I wish God would just show his power. I wish God would just show his might. I wish God would just show up amen and do something so that they would all know who he is. Well the Bible declares uh, that there is going to come a time uh, when his glory shall be revealed uh, and ye may be glad also uh, with exceeding uh, joy. Hallelujah. Even though you might have had to go through some trials. Uh, even though you may have had to go through some pain. There were some difficult times and things you didn't understand. Oh, hallelujah. But yet, you realize there's coming a day. Hallelujah. There's coming a day when the glory of God will be revealed. And when the glory of God, I know there are things that are revealed all the time around this life and in our culture that, that are despair. They're, 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 they're sickening sometimes and they're painful to see and they're revealed and it's hard and it's difficult and it causes some, some heartache in us but I'm telling you there's coming a day when the glory of God is going to be revealed and when the glory of God is going to be revealed there's going to be joy there's going to be exceeding joy because we're going to be happy that we were with him we are going to be happy that we declared our dependence on him a long time ago Oh, I wish you'd worship the Lord a little bit. I wish you'd clap your hands and worship the Lord. And declare, declare your dependence. Declare your dependence. We're about to go into some prayer, and, and I just want you to know. Oh, hallelujah. Whatever the reason for our current situation, our response is always right when we pray. Whatever the reason, whatever the situation, our response is always right. You can be right 100% of the time when you pray. We have to make a personal declaration of dependence. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. I don't know what's going on in your life and in your home. I, I don't know how much this has affected you and how much uh, it, it may seem like your world hasn't been affected or maybe you feel like it's been turned upside down. I, I've talked to multiple people in the last week and, I, and, and everybody's a little bit different. I've had people tell me that their life feels almost the same as it did before and, and I have other people that, that say that their life is so turned upside down and, and it's, everything's just changed and everything's different and, and it's really messing. I understand that. I get that. But 
but we need to understand no matter what the situation, amen, before we go to bed tonight, we need to declare our dependence uh, on God. Uh, and when we wake up in the morning, we got to declare our dependence uh, on God. Uh, we want to make sure that it's very clear. It's very clear. Hallelujah. I'm a servant of the Most High. I'm a servant of the Most High God. I'm a child of the King. He's my master. I'm his servant. I say yes to him. Hallelujah. Whatever he wants to do, he can do. Whatever he thinks is right, amen, is better than I. His ways are above my ways. His thoughts are above my thoughts. He is aware of what he is doing. He knows the ending from the beginning. Amen. I do not, but I know one thing for sure. Amen. I want to be found declaring my dependence on him when he decides to show his glory. I want to be found dependent upon him. Oh, hallelujah. Dependent upon him. Amen. I want us to go to a prayer now. I want us to spend some time. In just a minute, they'll kick another song on. And, and I want us to take some time. I want us to take some time, and I want us to pray. And I want us to seek the Lord. And I want you, if you can at all, I want you to begin to declare your dependence. If you've got kids around you, a spouse around you, I want you to declare your dependence. Oh, hallelujah. There's teenagers or young ones in the room. You don't, be, don't worry about, about it's, it. it, it you, you're dependent on mom and dad for sure. But you also need to say, I, Lord, I'm dependent upon you. Fathers and dads and leaders of the home, I know you're trying to look strong and you're trying to make sure that you got it all together and you're doing your job and I appreciate that. But don't, don't be afraid to let your family hear you say, God, we're depending on you. We're depending on you. We're declaring our dependence. Oh, hallelujah. Let's pray together. Let's call upon the name of the Lord Jesus. Thank you for listening to our podcast this week. We hope you enjoyed this message. Remember, if you would like to find out more information about our church or to contact us, please go online at connectpointupc.com. And also don't forget to subscribe in your podcast app so you will be automatically notified of new episodes. Thank you and we hope you have a great week.